Hey everyone, welcome to the Within Her Soul podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Sydney. And we are two Jesus-loving women who have a lot to say about living as Christians in this modern day world. We deep dive into tough to talk about topics that we know you're battling with. We expose all things relationships, soul care, sex, healing from your past, and more. We give practical advice in these areas, but also share comedic stories of our own lessons learned and normalize what being a Christian woman in today's society is really like. So buckle up, friend. It's going to get real, real quick. Welcome back to the Within Her Soul podcast. We are so glad that you guys are listening in today. Um, Today is about control, and I don't know about you guys, but I have been labeled a control freak. And I, I'm sure Sid is maybe on the same page as me on that, but we are two people who have struggled with this, two people who love control, who love taking um, ownership, what I would say ownership over our lives, our work, everything that we are passionate about. And sometimes we think it's a great thing. Sometimes we're like, I'm doing such a great job. And sometimes control actually, it ends up turning into realizing that you're, you're, you're controlling too much. You've taken on too much. You are realizing that you really haven't fully surrendered um, Mm -hmm. everything to God and his will for your life. And so, yeah, this episode, we're really going to be talking a lot just about, you know, how to release that control, how to maintain this walk with Jesus while how do I say this? Maintaining your walk without feeling like you have no grip. Because I think that's what's hard for me is whenever I'm in my control freak ways where I'm like, I just need to do this. It's really because I just fear the future. I fear what's going to happen if I don't personally do it, which is a little, stems from a little bit of pride. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to kind of go into this and how to truly let go and just let God. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I completely agree with that. And I was just going to say, like, I know that this is something that we both, you know, kind of struggle with because I've heard you say so many times that like you're an independent woman. And like, even in some of our like relationship episodes and stuff, like y'all heard Jordan say she has struggled with like even letting go of some of the control to her future husband and things like that. And um, it's also something that I struggle with as an independent woman, you know, something else that I also like really struggle with when it comes to this is feeling like I have to have my whole life planned out and like always having that control of my future and feeling like, you know, this is the job that I'm doing. This is where my career is going. This is where, you know, this is the community that we're involved in and the direction that we're heading with that and like how we're going to serve our community and this and this and this. And this is where we're going to be a year from now. And this is when we're going to have kids. And like, I literally will try to plan everything out. I mean, it's like a loss of control, I guess, but like the sense of like worry and tension and stress when I don't feel like I have it all planned out yeah. and that's not okay because that's not how God intended for it to be. And we'll jump into some scriptures that talk about that here in a little bit. But I remember back when I was single and I had just left network marketing. And so I was in the middle of like a career shift. I was single. I didn't really know what I was doing with my life at that point. And I would literally spend hours, like I'm not kidding y'all hours sitting in my little chair, journaling and praying, which I do recommend, right? Like those are good things, but I'd also sit there for hours trying to figure out my whole life. And I would sit there being like, Holy spirit, I'm waiting on you to tell me I'm waiting on you to like give me the whole plan. And I would do this for hours a day. I'm not even kidding. And like, while I don't regret that time with the Lord, because it definitely like made my faith grow so much. 
I do feel like I spent way too much time just like sitting there and obsessing over his plan for me, right? I feel like we can get so obsessed with God's plan for us that it almost becomes where we're not trusting his plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, because then it's like we become so obsessed with knowing the plan. And then if we know it, then what are we going to start doing? We're going to start manipulating the plan, right? So, and I'll be honest, like sometimes I truly don't think that God wants us to know his plan because if we did, like I said, we would manipulate it. We would mess it all up. For example, like at that time, I had no idea the business ventures that God would take me into now or that he would bring me into this ministry with Jordan, you know? And so it's a good thing that I didn't know about those things back then because it wasn't time for them yet. Like we, you know, we started this ministry in December or November of 21. And like, that was the timing that was right. And there's many reasons why it wouldn't have worked beforehand, but like God doesn't always want us to know what's the next thing, because if it is, we're going to try to go ahead and step into it, or we're going to mess it up. Just another example also around that time, obviously I had no clue that I would pretty soon be meeting my future husband. And I was just thinking about this earlier and I was like, can you imagine, okay, any of you like married ladies or fiancés, whatever, can you imagine if you would have known that you were going to marry your husband when you went on your first date with him? Like I would have shown up so awkward, like trying so hard, not being myself. I would have just been so weird. Like I don't think it would have been good at all for me to know that. And so I just think like it's a really good thing when God has us and I'm like literally preaching to myself right now, because I'm in a season right now where me and my husband, we have very like several unknowns and several big changes happening. And I I think it truly is a good thing for us not to always know his plan. And so we have, we have literally have no choice, but to release control to him. And I always think about John 14, six, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And like, notice how he doesn't say, I will show you the way. Or he doesn't say, I will make the the way known to you. Like he literally says, I am the way. And so what that tells us is like, we are to seek him and he will show us the way as we seek him. It's not like, let me seek you. And then you give me the next month's worth of plans. And then I'll come back to you after a month and like, see what's next. Like we seek him and he shows us as we go. And I'm really like not great at this a lot of times. Like I said, like I struggle with trying to take control and plan everything. And, but all that to say, like going back to my scenario of when I was like single and would sit in the chair for hours a day, trying to figure out my whole whole life, which is so embarrassing. Instead of me just like sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the Holy Spirit to like literally pan out my whole future for me, what I could have done and what I did eventually end up doing is just trusting Jesus, like where I am today with my very next step and, and moving and moving forward. There's my little take on it. <laughs> That's always so good. And you also just made me think about the Bible scripture that says, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will have its own worries. And I know this is not necessarily about anxiousness or worries or anything like that, but this goes to say that when we are so focused on controlling the things of our life or relationships, we're so worried about what comes the next day or the next day or the next day or what our lives look like. Or am I going to get married? And what if I'm 30 before I get married? Like there's all these things that as young adults, we feel so scared about. And so we start trying to manipulate our lives and making sure that it doesn't happen in the way that would be our worst nightmare, realizing that sometimes like, I'll be really honest. I didn't think I was going to get like I'll be t- 
turning 30 a few months after I get married. If you would have told me that at 18, I probably would have cried for months. You know what I mean? Because we are told like, you know, 30 so old and like, hopefully you 30 year olds are even like listening in right now being like, oh, you're not, you're not not old at that age. You really aren't. Like, I know we joke about it being like, oh no, I'm turning 30, but like, I still feel young. I still feel like I have a whole life ahead of me. So if you're in your younger twenties and you're like, worried about that just know even when you're turning and you're getting to your 30s you still have so much life ahead of you so much life ahead of you but yeah it's just to show you that we're not here we're not called to worry about the next day and the next day and the next day because those are enough worries of their own worry about today and this is something that I pray and I'm not perfect at it like I said I think sometimes these episodes humble us (laughs) as we talk about them because we like have to preach to the choir here. They make but us think about things. It does. It really does. But I really have, I'm going to actually say, I really need to continue to pray this and say, is this a tomorrow problem or today? Because I will start to control and start to like figure things out ahead of time so that everything is smooth sailing. And I'm not saying you can't do certain things. You know what I mean? Right. When it comes to things that start making me anxious or fearful. That's where I'm like, hold on. This is not from the Lord because he, he doesn't give you those feelings around certain things. So either you're taking control or you're going down a route. You're not supposed to go down. And y'all, I did this so much with relationships. Um, literally the, whenever I saw our topic today, I was like, what am I most controlling over? And I was like, men, I felt like I needed to control the scenario and situations with every guy I dated with all of our future plans, like me and Corey to this day, he's like, you can't do it all. Like you cannot control everything. And it's still something I struggle with because if I can control it, I don't get hurt. If I can control it, it goes exactly the way I expected because God forbid anything goes off the way that I expected it. I feel I'm like derailed for some reason, you know, and this takes time. And I'm not saying you know, this will be like this forever, but there's just some people like that, that they are triggered by things like that. And that's me. I'm like, if something doesn't happen, like, even if someone changes plans on me, I'm like, Oh no, what's good. Like, this is not what we planned. And I can be so dramatic. And so one, I do think the Lord helps us in that knowing that life is so short and like, caring about some of the things that we care about is silly, but in relationships, trying to fix people, trying to control their destiny, because I just care so much y'all like once again, that just, you end up taking on so much and trying to control outcomes that honestly just probably end up hurting you in the long haul or cause you to really lose time in your own life, be growing on yourself because you're so worried about making sure this person is fixed or this person is better. There's a difference between taking care of and, and being obsessive over it and, or just really being compassionate. But that was definitely me. Also, I really, I feel like I really struggled with where I think I should be right now. So therefore I do. And I think this is kind of where you were even going with like sitting in your chair and mapping out your whole life so that you really, that comes from a fear of being behind. 
Like you think you're going to be behind. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to start this business right now. Then this will be, you know, here by this time I'll get married around here. I'm going to have kids at this time. And then that way, you know, you just start mapping it all out. And it's like something I caught myself doing is I go to God and I'm like, cause I'm, it's not that I'm not praying to God about my, my dreams or like my controlling issues. I'm going to God, but I'm like, okay, God, I am praying for this business or I'm praying for this idea. I'm praying for this. Help me learn this. Help me achieve in this. Um, I give this to you. I'm giving this to you. And I'm just giving him all my plans. I never even asked him if that was his will. Is that the right thing for me? Yeah. Yeah. And so we sit here and we ask and we ask and we ask, we tell, we demand, we, and I do think, and I want to say this kindly, but I do think we think we're doing it right. We Mm -hmm. think, well, I have given it to God. I can't tell you how many times I've told people, they're like, well, pray. And I'm like, I am. Like, I've literally been praying about it. And then I realized that my prayers have been, Lord, make this happen. Please make this happen. Lord, I want this so bad. And it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we need to pray different prayers sometimes where it's like, Lord, what is your will right now in this season? Expose your will to me. And whatever Mm -hmm. it is, I'll follow, you know? Whatever it is, I'm willing, whatever you want from me, I'm your servant. And those are way different prayers because now there's no, your plans in those. And like I said, I'm not perfect. I, you know, even when me and court pray at night, I'll catch, we'll both catch ourselves kind of like starting to say like, Lord, we give this to you, please. If you know, you know, if this is in your will, let this happen. And it's still kind of manipulated, you know, cause you're kind of still saying like, please make this happen for me. And so it's just finding that balance of like being really, truly okay. in his will, not feeling like you have to control every little bit of your life and knowing that he loves you so much that his will will always be better. Right. Right. The plan that you think you really want. And so. also like still giving him your desires because he yeah. says to give you the desires of our heart. But like you said, like with that balance of like in surrender. Yeah. Because I do think that's what's hard. It's like, I'm not saying don't ask for things that you want because he right. loves us saying, because that means we're having faith in those prayers. Like, Lord, I have faith that this will happen because you're a good God and you're, you're the almighty healer. You are like, there is... I think there's that fine line of saying, I trust you enough to know that you know my heart. And I, I just give this to you because I can't have it anymore. He, he asks that of us, but it's that second question of what if it doesn't, because his will has something else for you. Can you release that? Can you be fully okay? And I think I used to talk about this way before we're like in my single days where I was like, I finally got to the point where I was like, Lord, if a husband is not in my future, I'm okay. And that was the hardest thing to swallow for me because I just never thought I would not be married, but I had to get to that place where I was like, I am controlling this so much that I'm, I'm getting into really bad situations with guys where I'm just like, yeah, you'll be my husband. Sure. You can be my husband. Sure. Maybe that's my husband. And like, I was just desperate because I wanted it so badly. And it's like, now that I'm in this season, I'm like, Oh gosh, you know, like that was not where I wanted to be. So sometimes you do have to get to that place where you're just like, even if, and even if it doesn't, I'm still, you're like still a loving God. You're still a faithful God. You still care for me. You still know the desires of my heart. You know, 
So I just think it is it's that balance and it's not something you just get overnight. It is a relationship with God that truly helps you get to <laughs> out of nowhere. Hello. Um, but yeah, it just, it truly in relationship with God gets, I would say a little easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's so really hard. I love that. So hard though. Yeah. So we basically just like jotted down three practical steps for like truly releasing control to God. And the first thing is I put stop, drop, and not roll, but surrender. Stop, um, drop, and roll. That's like a stop, something, right. Yeah. Surrender. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never I never sang the song of Drop Drop and Roll. You don't you haven't heard drop, that? And roll. No. Not, they're pretty sure it's on um Instagram where they're like, stop, drop, and roll. Oh you know I haven't heard that. I was thinking oh. of like the firefighter thing, like if there's a fire. No, I know that know. too, but I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure the song over it. I didn't know that. Okay. So stop, drop, and surrender. So honestly, like, have you ever felt like you, okay, how do I explain this? Like, you feel like you've been praying about something, but you still have this worry about it. And then you finally realize like, okay, I keep throwing up like little like prayers, like God, please help me with this. Help me, Lord, I need you to help me. But like, I haven't actually taken time to like stop and surrender and like, get alone with the Lord and like, give this to him, you mm. know, like I've done, I, I do this so often. Yes. Like I'll be like, yes, I've been praying about it, but really like, I haven't actually taken time to like get away with him and just like lay it all at his feet. Mm-hmm. And like, once I do that, I feel so much better. Like I truly feel like I've gotten out all the junk out of my brain and given it to him, you know? And so something that I like to do, and I try to do this daily when I like remember to, (laughs) but is I'll say like, Lord, I surrender my heart to you. I surrender my thoughts to you, my mind to you, my words to you, my actions to you. Like, Lord, I surrender my whole life to you. Or I'll say like, I surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And like, I'll say those things out loud because there's power in our words. And I'll just tell him like, take complete control. And you can do that every day. You can do that with any situation. Say you're struggling with your marriage or something like that. Like, Lord, I surrender my complete marriage to you. Like I surrender our finances to you. I surrender our sex life to you. I surrender our community to you. Like literally like take every piece of it and say like, Lord, I give this over to you. And I'm not saying that like our prayers aren't about how many words are attached to them. Right. <laughs> like that's what Jesus says. But I'm just saying like for your own heart yeah. and like truly feeling like you're able to like get this weight off of you and give it to the Lord. Like sometimes just verbally, like getting it out to him yeah. will just give you so much more of a peace about it and you won't feel so heavy. Yeah. And I do think naturally as Christians, we do say stuff like I have surrendered it. I have given it. But I'm going to be really careful when I say this because I don't want it to come off ugly at all. But it's like, if it's still stealing your joy and peace, I think that's when we need to ask, like, have we really surrendered it? Because in the word, it says that we don't have to fear. We don't have anxiety over our lives. Like it is fully given already that he is going to, or it's a fully Uh, it's already a promise that he is going to take care of us, even in all the trials. Like I was just reading last night that our trials, oh man, I wish I had my Bible next to me. Go grab it. Okay. One second. So recap really quick. So basically I was saying that 
you know, we, we say we surrender things to God and then we still have all this anxiety around it. It's, it's stealing our joy, our peace. And so with that, it's like, have we really surrendered it? And now what I was saying is like in the word, it does tell us we'll have trials, but this scripture, I wrote it down and it's our trials reveal our faith. So I'm not saying you, you can't go through times where you're feeling like, man, this is hard, but it should never steal your joy for the Lord. It should never steal the peace you have around your life or trusting the will for your life. Um, so you really should release that control over this, but it's actually first Peter six through seven. And it says in all of this greatly rejoice though. Now for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. And so it's just a reminder that when we say releasing control, it is easier said than done, I believe, you know, but mm-hmm. you do ask yourself, have you really surrendered it? Because you can't surrender it and still be so consumed and stressed and worried and losing, mm-hmm. you know, all the things because God, God doesn't allow you to carry it like that. He wants to take it all. He wants to completely have every bit of it. He doesn't want you to carry half and him half. So. Mm-hmm. This is just like a little side note, but when you mentioned joy, it made me think of this. So someone once explained it to me and they said, happiness is circumstantial. Happiness is a feeling Mm -hmm. that comes and goes according to our circumstances. But joy is something we can have in all circumstances, all the time as Christians. Joy is a fruit of the spirit that God gives us as Christians. Yeah. So like we have that, just like we have patience, we have self-control, like it has been given to us. Yeah. It's not something that comes and goes. Yeah. And with that, knowing that, because I do think a lot of control comes from fearing of getting hurt or fearing that something's going to go wrong. We try to protect us ourselves from pain or anyone else from pain. So we try to control situations for our children and for our parents and for our siblings and for our spouse and all the yeah. things. And it's like, if you really think about it, that's God's role. God loves the people you love way more than you love them, you know? And so I had yeah. to remember that, that like when I'm trying to make sure people I love in my life, stay on the straight path and don't go off the beaten road. You know, I'm like, I feel like I'm be- starting to become codependent because I'm so controlling and it's like, God already has them. God loves them way more than I do. So I can't, I don't need to be the one controlling that. So anyways, got off a little tangent of that. But just to remind yourself, like fully surrendering means there's a peace behind the surrender. You really do give it all. And so that does take multiple times, though, which I think is why you were saying it's not it's very important not just to pray the prayer, but to get in a closed room, get on your knees, be so intentional with it. Pretend that you see a cross in front of you and you are carrying it and laying it down because that allows your subconscious to really feel that freedom from it, which is what we want. It is what you're going to receive from doing these type of things. So, okay. Number two is continue doing the very last thing that, you know, God told you to do until, you know, he's telling you to do something else. And I think this is something, and I think we did an episode on how to hear God's voice. Did we do this or did we talk about doing it next? I have it pulled up. Yeah. I think we talked about doing it next. 
But I think we also talked about how to feel closer to God and in his presence a few weeks ago, if you desperately want to know him more. But Mm -hmm. either way, um, I'm sure that episode will be coming if we haven't already done it. But sometimes it is a little daunting when you know you've been directed to do something and then it feels silent where you're like, what now? And that will be the exact moment that you do feel like you should go ahead and take control without that wise counsel or without. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. And so you're like, well, I know God said to do this. God did tell me to take this job, but you take it and then you don't hear anything. And all of a sudden you are just you know, doing all the things that really you haven't been instructed to do. And so it's just a reminder that it's okay to sit in the silence. It's okay to not have direction sometime. Most of the time in silent seasons, it's a strength in character. He's working on our character in some way. He's testing us in a way to making sure that we're ready for that next thing, because we are told that we're tested. We're not tempted. We're never tempted to sin by God, but he does help us and reveal things in our character and in our lives that he wants us to be strengthened before he gives us that next blessing. Like if I was trying to run a podcast and teaching about this stuff whenever I was 18, no way. I would not have any of the wisdom I do now. Not that I even have all the wisdom that I would want that maybe I'm going to even have at 40 someday. Yeah. You know, and so there's just things where God's like, not yet, or yes, let's do it. And I'm going to qualify you along the way, you know, I'm going to help you along the way, but it's okay. It's okay. If you don't have that direction, just do the last thing you do remember and just keep staying in that, keep staying in his presence, keep praying, keep giving that to him and, uh, you know, asking him to help you with that next step, whatever that is. And I just believe that those do come when when it's time. So be okay in those maybe drier seasons where where your natural instinct is to take charge and control and just do it on your own. Cause like I said, his way will always be better. Yeah, absolutely. And then the third step is pray, trust, act simultaneously. So don't let yourself get analysis paralysis. Like I've done in the past. Um, I've done this so many times, but it's like when you've been so unsure of what God's telling you to do that you just do nothing. That's basically what analysis paralysis is. You're overanalyzing so much and trying so hard to figure out and you can't figure out. So you do nothing instead. I have wasted so much time doing this. I swear to you, just remember that God has you on this planet for a short amount of time for a reason. And while I do think that, you know, using discernment, there is a time to be still. There is a time to wait on the Lord. We're also not called to be lazy in the meantime. We're not called to just do nothing because we can't have the whole plan, you know, panned out for us. So do like Jordan just talked about step two, continue doing the last thing that you know that he told you to do and keep praying, trusting, acting, praying, trusting, acting. Yeah. That's so good. So we have already given some scriptures, but we still have three more for you guys that we want to kind of tie into this. And these are actually really popular scriptures that I think we've even used before on previous episodes, but they're just so good. Proverbs is like one of my favorite books of the Bible. Like if you haven't read Proverbs yet, it is so good, especially if you are someone who does get anxious about the future, wants to control and is is having issues with like uh, surrendering it all. Proverbs does, it's just filled with so much peace on how we should um, receive that love from God. And so the first one is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, It is trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. 
and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And so I love this scripture. This is one that I've kept in my heart for a very long time, but this is really just a, a, a good, good reminder to know that really all your trust can go in him. If you're constantly leaning on your own understanding, one, we can't trust our own understanding because we don't know our destiny. We don't know where we're headed. God does. So would you rather have a tour guide that has been to the land before and knows where those speed bumps are, knows where those potholes are, knows where those exotic animals are that could eat you, knows where, you know, all the things I'm thinking of a safari. Um, I feel like I'm like watching a movie. I know. Or, you know, do you want to go out there by yourself and just figure it out? And hope you don't hit a speed bump. Hope you don't get confronted by a bear. You know, like all these things, you know, it's just trust the person that you know already knows where you're headed and what your destiny is. And it's, it's so much, so much easier that way. Right. Which I know it is easier said than done. Cause I do think, like I said, those seasons where you don't hear anything and all you have is your own understanding sometimes that's yeah. the hard part. Like that's where that kicks in, where you just want to make it up as you go and just mm-hmm. do the best that you can um, on your own. And so, yeah, just keep Proverbs three, five and six in your heart. Just remember that don't lean on your own understanding, trust in him. And he, he's going to guide, guide you on your path. Yeah. That's a good one to memorize for sure. Yeah. And then we wanted to touch on Romans 12, two, that says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable or sorry, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm. I know a different version of that scripture, but, um, you know, so this kind of just reminds us that like getting away with the Lord to be renewed of our mind. We're transformed by the renewal of our mind. We get away with him. That makes it to where we're able to test and discern his will for us. Yeah. When we get away and spend that time with him, renew our mind. So it's just mm. a good reminder. I love that one. And then the last one is Proverbs 19, 21. And I'm so glad Sid actually picked this one out. And it's so funny because I actually have it on a sticky note, literally at my desk. Aww, it's no like one of my, Yeah, it's literally my, one of my favorite scriptures. I look at it every day and it's many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And that's Proverbs 19, 21. And y'all, this scripture is a promise that the Lord knows your heart, that his purpose will always prevail, that you might have all these things that you want, but he still, one, knows the desires of your heart, but his purpose is going to prevail and they're going to meet in the middle. You know, and so just remember that you might think you have it all figured out, but his purpose is going to come in and overrule every time. So you can either go ahead and surrender that and let go of all the things that you want, that you think you want, allow him to take control and his purpose will come into fruition, but also he'll tie in your desires at the same time because he does, he does. We know that the Lord fulfills the desires of our heart and then merging it with this one that his purpose is going to prevail in your life. That's an amazing promise. Like that is so comforting to know. And the further that we hold on to our own purpose and exclude God from it, the longer it takes for us to get there. I'd really do that. And I see that in my own life, how I took control over and over and over again and was just hurt over and over and over again. And finally, when I was like, I'm done, I cannot do this by myself anymore. God comes in and literally makes every avenue in my life good and beautiful and 
purposeful and all the things that I'm like, this is what I wanted the whole time, you know? So yeah, just, just remember, you might have a lot of plans, but he, he already has the plan and you just gotta, you gotta let it go. So it's like me sitting there spending hours trying to figure out the whole plan. (laughs) It sounds so funny to even think about now, but like, that's, there's no point in that. There's absolutely a point in like taking alone time to pray and journal out my prayers and talk to the Lord and things like that. But like sitting there trying to figure out your whole life, like it's almost just a waste of time because this scripture tells us that we can have whatever plan, but like his purpose is still going to prevail. And it reminds me of that little thing that people say, and this isn't scriptural, but obviously, but it says when we make plans, God laughs. Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a funny little not it's like your two-year-old planning a vacation. Like they yeah. might, they might think, oh, oh, that's that's good. but like the parents are looking, okay, that's cute. But like, we actually have so much more planned for you. That will be so much more fun than what you even expect would be fun or better or exciting or, you know, all the things. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a good analogy. I like yeah. that. So our soul assignment for you today is simply just to write out a prayer of surrender to God. Just go get your journal, whatever, and just like literally give it all to him. Anything that is heavy on you, your whole life, if that, you know, you don't have a habit of surrendering your life to him regularly, like go write out a prayer of surrender and just take some time with the Lord, get away with him and get all that weight off you, give it over to him and you will literally feel so much better. Yes. And I also want to add a little piece to this. Ask how you can just live in his will today. How can I be in your will today? Because I think if we can let go of making sure, because I'm I'm guilty of this. Like, I'm like, Lord, I want to be in your will. Am I on the right track? Is there anything else I need to do? Am I in the right, um, you know, job? Am I, you know, do I have the right friendships? Am I doing all these things right? Like, it's so easy to start questioning if we're in God's will, which we have talked about that. But just asking, Lord, how can I be in your will today? And posture your heart to listen because God's willing to speak. And that's something I've learned a lot is that we're just too busy. We're just too busy caught up in our own life that we aren't even posturing our heart to hear. Therefore, we take control of it. We think we have everything figured out. Therefore, there's not even a room, a a chair for him to sit at, you know? And so I definitely feel like even asking yourself, Lord, how can I, you know, give you the entire room? Because we don't just make room for him. It's his room in the first place. So how can I give this entire room to you and live in your will just today? How can I do better today? And that even releases that pressure and that stress that you feel like you have to have it all figured out for the next year. Because I'm like a year planner. I'm like, where am I going to be a year from now? I have no idea. I know. I know. So much anxiety. And it's even, I was even talking with Corey the other day about this. I was like, I don't like the job I'm in now, do I just do that for the rest of my life? Is that what I'm going to do? Because when you're a virtual assistant, you're kind of, you question yourself. You're like, is this what we do for the rest of our lives? Or do we, do we, do we like do other things? I don't know. Like when you're a teacher, you know, I'll just be a teacher until I retire. But when you're like a virtual assistant or an entrepreneur or like whatever, you're just kind of like, do I retire at a certain, like, what is yeah. that like? You don't have it like planned but, out for you. Yeah. You're just like, where is this going to be? But it's just, it's silly. Cause it's like, God has led us this far in this moment and he's taking care of everything. And it's like, I just have to give it away and just say, Lord, I don't know where I'll be when I'm 40. I don't know where I'll be when I'm 50, but if I am following you, I know I'll be happy. I know I'll be filled with joy and peace and 
though I can't see the future, it's way better that way. And I'm just going to choose to walk in your will today and, yeah. up and give it away. So That's good. <sighs> awesome. Well, I, you want me to pray us out? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'll pray us out and we will see you. We that will see y'all. Really weird to say that. I know. Oh, well, oh, we're on video now. I forget. So. I know. So ne- technically, well, they'll see us, but yeah, you'll see uh, us next week. <laughs> you'll see us. <laughs> Still in my PJs. <laughs> Maybe I'll be in real close. All righty. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today and being here with us. We're so glad that you chose to listen to our podcast. And we really, truly, truly pray and hope that it encouraged you and that you can scroll through our other episodes and find some other episodes that encourage you and maybe encourage your friends as well. So feel free to share and we hope that you join us next week. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you help me and Jordan to release control, first of all, (laughs) because we both clearly struggle with this. I pray for the woman listening to this. I pray for every woman who would listen to this, that you would help her to release control to you, to surrender our whole lives to you and to, like Jordan was saying, just be able to live under that complete like peace and joy because we truly do trust you. Um, and I love that reminder that, you know, if we're still feeling anxious and worried and stressed about it, then we truly haven't handed over the keys of the car to you. Like we truly Mm -hmm. haven't surrendered it to you because you don't call us to be worried and anxious. You tell us not to fear for tomorrow. You tell us not to be anxious about the future yet. I so often do that. And so Lord, just help us help, help every woman who listens to this podcast to, to release that control entirely and walk in your complete peace, your complete joy and your freedom, Lord, because your word says that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Mm -hmm. And so remind us of that in those moments. And when we start to feel that tension and that stress and that anxiety, Remind us, Lord, to get away, to stop, drop, and surrender it all over to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening in this week. Just for hanging out with us, we want to give you a free gift. Go to withinhersoul.co slash freebie to grab your free quiet time template. This will be your guide during your alone time with Jesus. You'll journal your highs and lows, record your prayers, and you'll be able to express how you feel the Lord is speaking to you every time you spend time with Him. It's extremely helpful if you're needing some guidance on how to find a quiet time routine that works for you. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss a new episode. You can also catch us at withinhersoul.co on Insta. We'd love for you to message us and let us know how we can pray for you. This is the Within Her Soul podcast. We can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.